guys. Welcome back to the podcast. What's up, guys? This is the Retro Show Podcast with Chris and Butch, or Butch and Chris, whichever order you want to put it in. You know, we're, B before C. Yeah. Uh, equal opportunity annoyers is what we are. <laughs> and so we, we, we are here to, uh, to podcast number three, if, if you can believe it. Uh, we, we've made it to number three. And so, uh, welcome. Uh, RetroShow.net is where you can go to find uh, information about the podcast, uh, podcast show notes, and, of course, links to all of our social media so you can join the conversation and uh, interact with us. We really want some interaction. Yeah, we want some interaction. I mean, Butch is a good friend and all, but, you know. Yeah, he, he gets tired of talking to me. <laughs> He's like, he just gets tired of talking. He's like, I'm tired of your... And then he pelts me with rocks and garbage. But anyway, well, <laughs> that came out of left field. To, where did that come from? Anyway, folks, uh, what uh, we're going to be talking. Uh, this is just uh, off the cuff. Off the cuff. We decided to do a show uh, on on today's episode of just being scary stuff, scary movies. Yep. And TV shows that, that we that grew, we grew up, up watching. Yep. Yes. And uh, so, so that's going to be the topic. Now, you would think maybe we'd wait till Halloween, but they see that's that's what you expect. Yeah. And we're always going to be kind of unexpected. We're like ninjas. We're like ninjas. We come out of nowhere. <laughs> we're like ninjas, uh, so much so that we don't even look like ninjas. You know, do you remember the ninja game we used to play? Like you're sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden you throw a chip. Yeah, like ninja throw a star and hit yeah. somebody in the face with it. A tater chip, <laughs> like this English muffin coming out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> he literally has English muffins. Folks, okay, so let me let me set the scene. Let me set the scene, people. Yeah, out there listening. We're literally recording. You may think that we're in some fancy recording studio doing this. You could not be any further from the truth. We're in my dining room. You, this is the dining room. It is our, the dining there room. There are English muffins in here. And I have a, a little basket with bread and bread products and tortilla chips over here. And Ooh. Uh, part of that is... You didn't tell me you had tortilla chips. I did. Uh, I wonder how I, that sounded on the microphone. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we can't do that and, and do this, too. You want to make that, – that's like telling people, never listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> Which they may be thinking now anyway. I don't know. And scale. But um, – Scale. You know, uh, but let me set the scene. That That's that's where we're at. So, dude, what's been happening this week? What's – What's going on in your world? Yeah, just trying to make it through the week. Just trying to make it Everybody's through. Everybody's working for the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Dude, that's that's really and truly, if you think about it, if you get down to the basic drive of your life, and this is anybody, you're working for the weekend, baby. Lover boy. Yeah. They were prophets. <laughs> we didn't know it. Have you seen Mike Reno lately? I, I have a question for Mr. Reno, if he is listening. Why would you make a song... That starts out cranking, like turn me loose, and you just crank it to the roof, and then as soon as the vocals start, you just turn it down. Yeah. Because it's a totally different song. It's a totally different song. I don't get it. I know. But maybe Mr. Reno will probably never listen to this. And, probably and so not. We're probably not ever. We love you, that. though, dude. We yeah. love your music. Wouldn't it be funny if he did? That would be awesome. And he's like, what do you mean I look like Mickey Rooney? <laughs> <laughs> um some other dude said that. 
Yeah, it was definitely Butch. Was Butch said it. Wasn't yeah. me. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, guys, we just want to thank you so much for being a part of the Retro Show podcast, and we'd like to invite you to be a part of our Producers Club. So what does that mean? That means that when you go to RetroShow.net and you click on Support the Podcast, you can be a producer, which helps us basically keep the lights on around here so for a mere three dollars a month you can help support the retro show podcast just like these beautiful educated well-rounded have i sucked up enough probably people and they are chris m nancy sms joshua r fran a e m bradford mason and tanya highland we thank them and we love them because they support the podcast. And you can too. Just head to retroshow.net and click on support the podcast. Some introductions, I guess, are in order at this point. I don't think we've introduced ourselves yet. Uh, if this is your first time listening, I'm Butch Renfro, and this is Chris Curtis. And we are lifelong friends. And this is the Retro Show Podcast, the podcast which is an homage. To all things Gen X and growing up in the 70s and 80s, music, pop culture, movies, and whatever. And we're going to be talking about movies and scary shows today. Uh, things that scared us, these scary movies that came out uh, as kids. I got I got one. So that, that go ahead I'm, and give me one, man. Dude, I, I, this is going to make everybody laugh, dude. But, you know, we were talking a couple of podcasts back about Saturday morning shows, right. live shows. But... We haven't talked about cartoons, but, man, I'd get up and watch Scooby-Doo every Saturday morning, and the damn Scooby-Doos would scare I'd get scared watching them because of the scary monsters and stuff that are on there. Yeah, yeah, it was always some. But at the end, it was like, I'd get away with it. It wasn't you meddling kids. You, yeah. know, every, you know, it was some dude <laughs> well, it wasn't in, a, really in a costume, a but, yeah, I'd get scared of that. That was <laughs> Like, wow, Scoob. <laughs> Thank you. That is my impression of Casey Case I'm doing. Shaggy. That was awesome. Casey Kasem voiced, by the way. He did. Shaggy. And who else did he voice? I don't. I, I've Robin it. from the Super Friends. Did he really? You know, Batman. <laughs> There's a song by Steve Miller <laughs> from 1973. I remember that now. That's good. But yeah. Frank Caliendo, if you get a chance. Hilarious. But yeah. Um, but yeah. That's a funny comedian, too. That is. Frank Caliendo, look him up, kids. He's funny. He makes me and Uncle Chris laugh. He's an impressionist. Yes, and uh, a pretty good one too. Yep. So, um, so Scooby Doo would scare you a little bit. A little bit at a younger age. Okay. Yeah. So at a TV show, it's a talking TV shows. The first one that I remember uh, that that really creeped me out that I watched was uh, probably uh, Land of the Lost. Because we talked about that, it's the slee stacks. would scare the bajabbers out of yep. me. Yeah, they scared me too. I mean, it was it was I, it was intense at that age. Man. I had the TV on, and I would be peeking around the corner <laughs> of the doorway, or watching through my fingers. You know, when the slee stacks and stuff. If you don't know on. what a slee stack is, look it up. Yeah, and when I say Land of the Lost, do not watch that 2009 terrible oh, movie with Will Ferrell. It, it is her, an abomination. It horrible. It's not. It's not the spirit of the show. People. No offense, Mr. Farrell. We know you're listening to this. <clears throat> yeah, we know if Will Farrell does. Yeah, he, <laughs> he steals all my comedy. That's what. No, he doesn't. Uh, probably, I do more Anchorman quotes than just about anybody. You know. Uh, <clears throat> which, by the way, Anchorman. Uh, funny movie. Funny movie, but not scary. 
In Jack Black kicking that dog off the bed. <laughs> you know, that's the reason I have a dog after that name, Baxter. <laughs> I know, I know. That's that. the re- I was like, well, that's a great name for a dog. Uh, I do uh, know that. Baxter! <laughs> um, but anyway, scary movies. Uh, what's another one that scared you? Movie or show? Uh, either one. Just, just so, wow me. You know, my. Back then, you sat around as a family and watched TV. You didn't. Mm-hmm. Nobody had. You didn't have two or three TVs in the house until. What are we, on. the Rockefellers? Yeah. <laughs> um, Night Gallery. Night Gallery. Oh, dude. Night Gallery, man, was yes. a scary that show. That was some spooky stuff, man. Yeah. Um, Which was. It was a. Um, it was a. Uh, I don't remember what network did it, but it was their answer to the Twilight Zone. Yeah. The uh, Night Gallery. But I really liked the Night Gallery kind of better than I did the Twilight. I did too. Well, it still had Rod Serling. Did it? I think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think have to maybe it did. On that one. Uh, agree to disagree. Well, uh, we're going to look it up. So, right now, uh, this is where uh, I play uh, instrumental music while Chris <laughs> is looking it up on his phone. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Da 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 G A L L. I got it. Yeah. Hang, hang on. Hold up. Hold up. And uh, was I wrong? Well, no, you were right. Yeah. It was Rod Sterling, nineteen. Well, I mean, he didn't. He died in seventy-five, though. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, yeah, he died fairly young. Rod but I also think he chain smoked like a, you know. Oh, so. This was like, uh, it says Rod Sterling, who had right. gained fame from an earlier series, The Twilight Zone, served both on the air host of Night Gallery and as a major contributor of, uh, it was created by Rod Sterling. Yeah, Rod Sterling. I'll be doggone, but yep. man, you are wise. I am. No, no. But I did like, I I'm mean, just that, old that, that and I really, know things. That, that scared me. It really did. Well, I don't pay attention to stuff like that. That's like my son, man. He, you know, my son's really into, he's in college now, but he's really into sports and, and sports people and, and who does what and who's coaching where. And, and um, he's like, he's like, how do you not know this? I'm like, because when I go to a football game, I don't really care who's running the ball, who's quarterback. I don't care. I'm watching the plays unfold. I want to see the plays, yeah. I watch the plays unfold. I don't care who's doing it. I just – did they execute or did they did not they? execute? Yeah. And it's usually Razorback football that makes me throw stuff at the TV or get up and walk out of the stadium. Um, <laughs> I literally had a little dog one time that used to cower in the corner when college football would come on because apparently I was loud. Yeah. And I would say things loudly to the TV. What dog? Uh, Bell. She was the oh, little yeah, Yorkie, and she yeah, would cower in the corner and uh, whenever college football came on. Bless her heart. Anyway, uh, something that scared me. Okay, so in the late 70s, uh, there was an adaptation on television. It was a miniseries that they did of Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Yep. And there's this one scene. Oh, my God. I know exactly what scene it kids is. At it the, was horrifying. Kids on the second floor of, or third floor of this house. No, no, no. He was, it, was, it was ground level. It's ground level. Yeah, and, it is ground level. And he's got, like these, he's got like these windows that like, you know, that, that, that swing open and, and they're, they're closed. And this vampire kid that he know, knew in life. Isn't he the one that he, he ran like, off? Open the left, door. He left him behind. Yeah. 
and right. he, he got turned into a yeah. vampire. Yeah, and he's like hitting. He comes floating up to the. He window. comes floating up the window. You know, vampires can't cross the threshold mm-hmm. unless you invite them in. So he's like, "What? Open the window, Mark. Open the window." And yeah. I'm like, ah, "Don't open the window, man. Don't open the window." What do you do? He opened the window. He opened the window. It did not end well for Mark. And you didn't. The cool thing about it was, I mean. You know, y'all are if young people. If you're listening to this, but older folks, you'll remember this. They didn't show blood, guts, spit, and ass on TV back then. They no, just it was just scary it. stuff. So you would just see him go in with the fangs, and then it would cut to commercial. Yeah, that was it. It'd I mean, you, and it was it was scary. Yeah, it's almost like seeing a uh, a, a naked woman as opposed to a woman in lingerie, which I find much more attractive and sexy than just a naked woman. What about me in lingerie? Uh, I don't know. That, that I, that, I think that causes projectile vomiting. Uh, I'm gonna have to um, gut a hog to get that mental picture. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thanks you're you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, do you, do you agree scary. or disagree? About what? About that. About, no, no. I think I, it was more. It I added more to it. It, than, it added more to it to not have the blood and guts on there. Yeah. To have, because you were building up suspense and tension. There was more art to making it yes. scary. Yeah, I agree. Because you're building tension and you're building that fear. And the music they would put in, music has a big part to do with scary, Absolutely. With scary stuff, too. I mean, Jaws, for example. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go to Jaws. Because how old was I? I was probably 76. 76. So I was so nine. I was, I was fifth grade. I saw that in the freaking theater with my uncle. Yep. My parents were Christmas shopping, left us with our Uncle Larry, and he took me and my brother to see Come on, Jaws. Boys, let's go see a fish movie. Y'all, I had, I had turtleneck on, and I, I wore that turtleneck up around my forehead the whole movie. God, I was scared. that another example. There was a couple of little gory scenes in there, uh, you know. Oh, the, 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 when he was looking at the the hull of the boat yeah. under the water. And he finds a shark tooth, and then that head come floating out. Yeah, that was. I had nightmares about that forever, dude. I knew in my head, sharks don't live in lakes. I was scared going to swim at the lake. Oh, it was you like just, you, just you know, reminded uh, me of a movie that terrorized me as a young child too. Okay, well tell us, tell us. The Legend of Boggy Creek. The Legend of which, yeah. So all you folks out there that are not from this area and listening to this podcast, um, Boggy Creek is outside of a place called Falk, Arkansas. Which is south, yeah, almost f- so far south. Almost here. Louisiana. Yeah. But it's it's Arkansas. So this was close to home. And it's, uh, it's based on true recounts of people seeing this creature yeah uh it's a bigfoot basically type deal and um but man i saw that at five five years old and if you watch this movie today you would be like oh my god this is the corniest movie because it was basically yeah. a b movie it was very much a b, b movie. movie but the guy wanted to do the movie and he did and but it was man it scared the hell out of me and and where i hunted all my, <laughs> growing up hunting all my life with my dad i mean um we're in the middle of a swamp yeah, I, I was sitting on a stand at, by myself at ten years old, and the whole time I'm going, I, I, if I see the damn Bigfoot creature, <laughs> the the the, the falc monster out here, I, I'm going to uh, need a new pair of drawers. Uh, so scared to death the whole time you're on a deer stand because of that. So yeah, don't yeah. don't like to go in the ocean to this day, and and still don't like to be in the woods. But, yeah, <laughs> w- without you know. 
armament. Armament, yeah. Loaded for Bigfoot. Yeah. You know what I love about these Bigfoot shows? What's that? Around now? They never find him. They never find him. They never find him. <laughs> like, do you hear him? That squatch. No. That's now, I'm going to be there. honest with you, dude. Yeah. I, I, I am a believer in Bigfoot, and I don't really care what people think. I, don't, I just think um, there's been too many reports for hundreds of years on that. Now, a lot of people say, well, well haven't we found one? Well, you know what? I don't know. But I don't know. But Indians were making cave drawings of these people, and yeah. we had a sitting U.S. president write about it in his memoirs, yeah. which is Teddy Roosevelt, by right. the way, um, and, and hundreds of reports. I I want to see one, but at the same time, I don't want to see one. I yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, well, it was big and hairy and it stank. Well, that sounds like my Uncle Tommy. You know, it's like, I <laughs> But, you know, yeah, but I. I it's a true I story. I know his Uncle Tommy. He does big, hairy, and stinks. Yeah, he's big, so. hairy, and he stinks. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so uh, we, we, we talked about Jaws, which was kind of the first movie that I went to that really scared me. But there's another one that came out that I remember. No, I think this was, this might have been a little bit after I saw Jaws. It was a B movie that William Shatner was in, and it was called The Devil's Reign. I saw that movie. And, we probably saw that movie together. Uh, no, actually, we didn't, because I remember that I went with my sister, and I, I, I think I was sent along on a date with her. <laughs> Now that's funny. As a spoiler, and if you I watched that dad, movie. You would know this is a true. Story. But listen, <laughs> I literally w- w- spent most of the movie with my eyes covered because to me that was just terror. Because devil stuff scared me, oh, man. man. I, can't, Ooh. I can't do it. Yeah, I cannot. I'm, it's like the we're Exorcist. Both, we're both really Christian guys, so yeah, that that's too real. Yeah, too uh, real for me. It's like the Exorcist. I, I've never no, seen that. Movie. I haven't either. I've never. Seen I have that. never seen I've it. Never seen the Omen. I don't no. want to see the only No, I don't, I don't want to see, see that it. either. See, I go to escape. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and that's, that's like, uh, yeah, too, too much of that's too much like documentary. Uh, so, uh, but something else that scared me when uh, I was a kid uh, was, um, oh, what was the name of that movie? It was, uh, of, of all the funny things, I was in fifth grade and I went with the movies with dad to go see. And it was a Sinbad movie. And, you know, you watch those now. The and Seven Voyages of Sinbad? Yeah, but there was a scene where this person had, like, eyes in their hands. And that freaked me out, dude. <laughs> I was like, you know, 10-year-old me was like, nope. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> Dad, we got to go. That's what happens when cousin. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's what, you know, that's what happens in some of these places. When the family tree don't fork and the genetics just, you know, they, they just intermingle a little too much. A little too much. Got eyes in your hands. You got eyes in your hands out there and you got a tooth growing out of your forehead. And, you know, I got constituents with arms growing out the backs. <laughs> But anyway, what was perhaps from heavy metal. Chris yeah. and I sometimes speak in movie quotes. Yeah, we do. And so uh, sometimes you'll just hear one come out of left field. Great Nyborg, man. Great Nyborg, man. <laughs> um, you know, there's a whole show we could do just on that, on the movie and on the soundtrack. You know, that was such a, so, uh, a cult classic. Yeah. So anything else that scared you? Any other movies? You know, man, you know, Friday the 13th came out and it was huge. Well, but it, you know, but we were a little older. Movie, but the slasher movies just didn't scare me yeah. at all. It just didn't. I don't know why. It just did not. The only one that I thought was the least bit scary, which at this point I appreciated because I was a teenager 
in high school. And that was the first Friday the 13th, or not Friday the 13th, not Meryl Elm Street. Not Meryl Elm Street. I, you know what? That I saw first that. one was really, really, it was good. It was like, man, that's actually kind of scary. It was It was kind of scary. I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't scared because we were older. We yeah. were in high school when that came out. But I remember going back with some chicks to see it, some girls. I can't remember who the girls were at this time. But I fell asleep. You fell asleep during the I movie. Did. I fell asleep, and I you can you ask Butch if y'all ever get to meet him and talk to him. Um, I am definitely a movie guy. Yeah. So me falling asleep in a movie, it's got to be yeah, pretty. You, uh, you've you've been there and done that. Been there and done that. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, now. Some things that were supposed to scare me, but didn't. Uh, let's see. Any of the Universal monsters, with the exception of Creature from the Black Lagoon, there's some legit scary stuff in that there. There is, and that you know, I was going to bring that up all ago, and we got off on a rabbit hole. Um, yeah. But that was a big thing. You remember on Friday nights? They yes. Had, they had uh, at after midnight. the news. Was it at midnight or was it after the news? It was after the news uh, because I thought it came on after four days a week. Four days a week they showed Gunsmoke right after the news. <laughs> but on Friday nights they had the Monster Theater, and uh, I, I think that was every Friday night they did the it Monster was. Theater. And me and my older brother, were, yeah. of course, he probably left field when he got home. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Uh, okay. That's that's another Monty story. We'll we'll yeah. table that for when Monty can actually join us. Yep. Uh, but yes, we actually uh, uh, would stay up and watch, and, and it was all the Universal uh, monster Frankenstein, the, the, the Frankenstein, of Frankenstein, and then the fifties uh, like giant monster movies. Yep, the Blob, you know, the Blob. Now the Blob was kind of scary. The Blob was kind of scary, yeah, and the they did a remake of that in the seventies that I yeah. went to the theater and saw, and it was pretty. Uh, you know the dude. Um, Sitting in his chair and the blob got him. I'll never. Yeah. Of course, it looks like somebody just poured a bucket of slime over his head. <laughs> Pretty cool. But yeah, the uh, uh, but yeah, but like but the older ones like Frankenstein and stuff. They, those didn't really scare me uh, at all. I just thought that they were fun to watch. They you know? were fun to watch. Uh, but the Creature of the Black Lagoon, you're right, is still it's still scary. It's, it's still my favorite. It's not. I don't think it's still scary at 56 because you know. I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, they they do a good job of building tension, which is they do for a really scary movie. And there is a documentary on scary movies that came out in the mid 80s called Terror in the Isles. And if you get if you can find it somewhere. Good luck, but they were in. They had an interview with Alfred Hitchcock in there, and he had already been passed for a while. But he was talking. He had some really scary movies. He by did, the way. by the way. <laughs> but Hitchcock was talking about you know about how gore was not scary. He no. said, but he said, let's say that you have the premise that someone has a bomb under the table, and they're talking, but the other person doesn't know, and there's a clock counting down. Well, now you've created tension. And so, you know, that's the whole thing is creating tension and when to have the the jump or the the boom or whatever you have to, to, probably, to make something really scary. probably one of the most famous horror movie scenes ever with the oh, yeah, shower Psycho. scene in Psycho. Yep. And, and, and all you see is the knife rising and falling and yep. you can hear it and, and they her use, screaming yep. and then you see the drain and blood going down the drain. Right. So you know what happened, but it... You know, interesting story. They shot that in black and white. Mm -hmm. That was uh, actually chocolate syrup because it wasn't in color, and they used that. That's cool. to be blood going down the drain. So, yeah, uh, Psycho. Uh, yeah, it's very much a good one. Actually, uh, when when uh, we were in college, which 
there's a whole other bunch of stories about when Chris and I were in college. But yeah. Yeah, again, um, we're there's, not, a, we're, there's a time and place for everything. A, there's a disclaimer. Yeah. Um, none of it's really true. We lie we, about all of it. We lie a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a time and place for everything, kids. And we called that time college. Uh, so, but. It, it, you know, but the the whole thing of, of building tension and stuff like that, and that's what Creature from the Black Lagoon, which leads me to my little rabbit. So, folks, I've worked in television on and off for radio and television for a long time. And when I was at a commercial television station working there in Little Rock. Adam Blade. Uh, it's an old radio <laughs> name. Uh, yeah, there was a – I saw this, old, this, this, this older uh, lady in the hall – and I said, uh, can I help you? Again, she said, yeah, I'm looking for the studio. She was the female lead in The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Really? Yeah. And she was that's the, interesting. The, yes. And it's like, I didn't, you know, she was like 80-something years old. And I didn't recognize her. And I was like, one, that's cool. And I wish I could have gotten a picture. Because, you know, my son, Brad, uh, yeah, yeah. Brad's my oldest son. He is a big-time universal I, I, monster me movie too? fan. And he, he would have just thought that was so cool. Do you remember, do you remember the, the, we used to, used to put together models when oh, we were yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you could buy the universal creatures and put them together. Me and my brother had all of them. Oh, yeah. You could get the Wolfman. They were like little vignettes. They'd like, uh, be like in a graveyard or, yeah. or, or you know, yeah. ran, or running with a big tree behind it or something. I, probably I think where, the Wolfman had a big tree behind that's it. That's probably where Monty started his teenage years was with that tester's glue. That t- <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it, you know, if... It, if we could just tell the stories, but alas, we yeah. probably should. <laughs> um, <laughs> once again, uh, I don't. Uh, I can't think of anything else that that really stands out as scary. Now, now later in life, huge sci-fi fans. I mean, I was ten when Star Wars came out. Good Lord! Oh yeah, the greatest movie. In as far as my childhood went, that oh. was ever made, it was unbelievable. That was such a huge touchstone for all of us at, yeah. at that time. Um, so. so sci-fi has been in my blood. Actually, before that was Star Trek, but yeah. Star Trek didn't even touch Star Wars as far as special effects went. It wasn't even oh, no. close. Uh, but then <laughs> a movie came out, and I think it was in the late '90s, maybe Event Horizon. The yeah. Event Horizon. Yeah. And we thought it was just a dead gum space movie. No, it's and a horror movie. It is a horror movie. And I got about 30 minutes into this movie, and, I, and we've already stated, disclaimer, I don't do devil stuff. Yeah. And literally, this this ship has folded space and gone to hell and come back and brought stuff with it. And I'm 30 minutes in this going, I don't want to watch this anymore, man. <laughs> I don't like this, I Mom. Like I want to go home. But an uh, interesting movie that I'm going to bring up that you and I both saw when you were in uh, Living in Hot Springs came out. And we went to the theater and saw it. I told my kids not too long ago, yeah. we were in downtown Hot Springs, and, and I said, I saw I saw. Aliens with yep. Butch in that movie theater. That old Malco movie theater. Yep. 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 And that dude, that movie oh, listen, was awesome. It's a great movie. movie. Better great. one of those movies that we could do a topic on sometime where the sequel was better than. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. The first definitely. One. <laughs> what made that movie for you? Uh, okay, so the first big jump scare of the movie. You know what it is? Uh, so the Paul Reiser character, the guy that Paul yeah, Reiser yeah, played. Yeah. Uh, He's looking at the one of the face huggers is in a jar. Yeah. And he gets his face up close and all of a sudden the thing goes right up 
next to it. That's the first big jump scare. That's also when I lost most of my popcorn the first time I saw it <laughs> because it just went straight up in the air. So, yeah, that, that, that first big jump scare in, in that one uh, is really good. But you talk about building tension. That was almost claustrophobic. That, that, that kind the of movie? tension. Yeah, because it was so – everything was enclosed. The really was, cool thing about that movie, though, was the Colonial Marines. Yeah. That was – Game the, over, the, man. The, the, Game the, over. And he's the one that made that movie for me. Yeah. Bill Paxton in that Bill movie Paxton was freaking great that hilarious. Movie. Bill Paxton, if you look at his – Bill Paxton was, was a great actor. He, he was, was really an excellent good. actor, he man, excellent. but he always played a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Chet? <laughs> You're stewed, but why? Yeah. <laughs> he pukes, you die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill Paxton made that movie, man, for me, because he's standing there with, with his armor smoke, and they've just gotten half of them killed, I think, from the aliens attacking them. And, and uh, that uh, Sigourney Weaver looks at him and goes, Hey, this little girl made it here longer than that. We'll put her in charge, man. <laughs> I never will forget that. It was an awesome, awesome movie. But yeah, the uh, slasher flicks, like you said, not scary to me. Uh, the only one it came entertaining. Close. Yeah, entertaining, fun, entertaining. Fu- fun to take a date on. And they were always rated R, and they always showed. Uh, yes, this is a hi, folks. Uh, this is the part of the show where we have to explain that there's children present. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, but you talk about going to movies and stuff like that. Now, if you folks never had a drive-in movie theater in your town, oh. I'm just going to tell you that you're missing out. That that part of your part of your childhood is incomplete. That's a whole other. If you did not get to go to, oh yes, we we need to do best drive-in movies because dr- the the drive-in movies it, they would show things at the drive-in that they just would not show. Anywhere else. Place, anywhere else. And it's usually a marathon on the weekend. It's usually a marathon. It would go till three in the morning. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was so much fun. But anyway, dude, uh, well, I had fun on that one, talking about yeah, scary things when we were kids. I don't know that we had a whole bunch of scary stuff that just really, either that no. was manly men like Vikings. Um, like Vikings. Um, not scared of a whole bunch, but the things that we did mention that scared us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, real quick before we end this episode, I'll tell you something that did scare me that I saw at an early age that it, it was a different kind of fear. Yeah. Um, but Patton. Patton. The movie Patton. It really? I mean, I remember crying because I was like eight. Because there's eight harsh realities of, li- of war I, and I life. I didn't want to yeah. go to war. Yeah. I remember telling my parents, I don't want to go to war. Yeah. My dad's like, well, son, you're not going to have to go to war. But, you know, we're, we're, we're two miles from a nuclear silo. If, yeah. if it goes off, we're going to be the first ones to go. Yeah. You'll never know. I mean, Which, that was my childhood with my father. Yeah. You'll be over in a second. It's going <laughs> to rub okay. some dirt on it and get back in the game. Yeah, rub some dirt. Okay. <laughs> Before we go, i got to tell you about one thing that was scary in real life. Okay. And that was when your father showed up. Oh, at the house. Let me tell you a story, kids. So I'm living with Chris and his brother, Monty, and Monty was supposed to be at work <laughs> that morning, and Chris and I were supposed to be at college class. And uh, like very many times that morning, the alarm clock would go off, and it went something like this every single time. Chris, we going today? Nope. Okay. 
And so they don't uh, make you go to school in college. They don't make you. And we found that out the hard way uh, or the easy way, I guess. So anyway, but Monty is supposed to be at work that morning at the flower shop. We owned a flower shop. They owned a flower shop. A family business downtown. And Monty was supposed to be there that morning. Well, Monty was not there yet. Uh, Monty sometimes kept late hours. That's how, that, 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 that's the kind way to say that. We're back to the tester's glue. Anyway. Yes, we're back to the tester's glue <laughs> and, and, and other things. Uh, but all of a sudden, I hear uh, – so my bedroom window is right up it's, – it's close to the front door. So I hear porch. this uh, – right next to the porch. So I hear this vehicle pull up, and I hear the car door slam. Then I hear someone stomping on concrete, and if he could have punched holes through the concrete with his feet, he would have. Then I hear him hit this wooden porch, and kabam, 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 he comes up the stairs. And then he busts through the front door and starts yelling at Monty. At this point, I'm up pulling clothes on. <laughs> Monty, what are you doing laying in up? Get up, boy. He said, yes, sir, yes, sir, trying to get up. I hear Chris start to stir, and I hear him jump out of bed. <laughs> and the next thing, because I'm right there – I hear him walk down the hall to Chris and I hear him start yelling at you. Why aren't you in school? And then he gets to my door and I'm like scared to death. Now (laughs) door comes open, Butch, I'm just checking on you, son. I was like, I'm doing good, sir. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Don't kill me. You know, (laughs) you gotta understand. I mean, literally we had been at each other's house since we were 10 years old, 11 years old. Oh, your mom would have got on me as fast as anybody. Yeah. That's a different, different. That's how it was. Yep. Now, we can go back in time and talk about how it used to be kids. <laughs> but, you know, it was one of those things that uh, neighbors could pretty much get onto you. Yeah, they yeah. sure good. And we're expected to. And we're expected to. Yeah. I mean, my, I remember my dad and my mom both telling me, if he gets out of line, just bust his ass. I mean, <laughs> true story. Yeah, true, true story. story. Absolutely. Uh, folks, thanks for, thanks for listening. Uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Remember, you can always go online at um, – uh, retroshow.net that's, that's net retroshow.net just in case they forget yeah and there's uh you'll find uh show notes you'll find links to uh, anything that we talked about on here wait and we have notes uh we're gonna have notes oh wow uh, don't worry i got this okay all right thank I god got I, this my english because i'm the one that edits this and i have to listen to it again so <laughs> i was like okay put that in there and then uh but show notes will be there and also links to anything that uh that uh, we have there to uh, t- uh, talk about as well as ways to get in touch with us uh probably on our social medias which we will have linked there and to be honest with you we're gonna let you back we're gonna see let you see how the sausage is made you see what happens is we record all of these beforehand and so we're recording the first episodes before we ever actually put them out there yeah, it's kind of the way it's done it's, isn't it's it? kind of how it's done just in case you wondered but anyway uh we've done you know this is our third one but we've done three in one night and this is the third of three i'm gonna tell you something we were only scheduled to do two yeah and we got done with the second one. I'm like, dude, I want to keep going. Yeah, it's fun. And that's why this one was off the cuff because we didn't have we didn't have it. We didn't have pre-made no list or planning. No planning. Like, we're just talk about stuff that was scary back in the day. <laughs> you know, but we but we promise the next one will be planned or not. Scariest things on the planet: Al Renfro and J.W. Curtis. That's that <laughs> true story. <laughs> but folks, thanks uh, thanks for tuning in and join us next time. We will come back and. Uh, RetroShow.net. Go there and check it out. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.